welcome to the Enjoy Podcast, where your new best friends, Shauna and Thevi, share our journeys to joyful discovery. Join us in a space of bold, truth, and unfiltered discussion as we discover what it means to thrive. We welcome welcome you in joy and love. Okay, so today's episode, we're talking about something that's really, this is a favorite topic of mine. Like It's becoming a favorite of mine as well. Because I'm think curious all the, to see what come out for you now. Uh, mind your business. Girl, you are my business. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like this topic because I think this is what all the girls should be doing. I think all the girls and the guys should be practicing this a little bit. I was about to say just the girls? No, the girls and the guys. <laughs> um, today we're discussing the joy of missing out on sex. Yes, and so that's a theme for, this is our first Jomo episode, but one of the themes for our podcast is to start exploring topics that instead of FOMO, we focus on jo- Jomo, which is the joy of missing out on something. So we pick a topic of something that, whether it's pop culture, our lives, something we choose, choose, that's the key word, like we're choosing to opt out of or miss out on and talk about it with you all and what we enjoy, how it brings joy into our lives. I love that. Yes. Um, so just a disclaimer, it's your body. Your it's business. your choice, your business, your <laughs> body, your business, okay? There's benefits and drawbacks to having a full sex life, and there's benefits and drawbacks from abstaining from sex. So we're not telling you what to do. We're telling you how we find joy in doing this, yeah. okay, and in missing out on this. right or wrong, yeah. Facts. Okay, so um, there's several reasons why this came up. Right. Like, I feel like it just came up in our personal lives because we're we're dating and we're uh, getting to know people and we've had our hearts broken and, you know, all the things of like what it means to date. And um, we realized that like sex was a factor um, in our dating life. That was an important factor that we needed to pay attention to. Um, So I like to like always go back to like current events and something that comes up automatically for me when I think about celibacy is the fact that uh after Sierra dealt with future it with excuse my language fuck boy galore I love future's (laughs) music though listen future if you listening Hendrix was the best R&B album I've heard in my life okay in my life he was in his Scorpio bag okay (laughs) it's a great album but as a partner you are horrendous Terrible. I'm sure he not watching this. Oh, he he probably not watching this. But if you ever watch this, right? That's what's like, ma'am. You should book us for services. I think he knows who he is. Oh yeah. Okay with it. That's what I take from what I see. You're right. You're right. No, yeah. The ones who don't know. That's a fact. (laughs) But uh, so after Sierra dealt with future and went through all that heartbreak and all that pain. Before she decided to enter into another relationship, she decided to practice celibacy. Yes. And even when she got into a relationship with Russell Wilson, she continued to practice celibacy with him until they were married. Okay. Right? So I just, I thought that the fact that she is a prime popular example of removing sex. And what and how it can have a positive impact on your literally. life and your relationship because they are thriving in their marriage. They are thriving, at and least I from what if, we see. Yeah, of yes. course, of course. But I'm also like, I wonder if that would have been possible had she not done it. Because I, I'm just yeah. curious. Because Dick is blinding. I'm sorry. I just had to say that real quick because it's like, (laughs) because it's like, you know, I feel like you're right. Like, would she have had that relationship if she was having sex along the way in her dating journey and like really not taking the time to discern, is this a relationship for me? Yeah. Um, 
Well, let's go into the definition. Go ahead. Okay. You don't want to bring up the other person that comes to mind? Javon? No, because she still ain't had sex yet. So being celibate is easy for her. Sorry, you we're talking know about that. You're right. I don't know. So it's probably a lot of pressure from society on this woman, especially <laughs> given her age. Like don't the do that. second person <laughs> is Yvonne Orji. Thank you. Um, popular Nigerian comedian, actress. She Progressive probably do some produce producer, writer. writer. Um, and she's a forty-year-old virgin. Is she, she still forty or is she over forty? Now? She might be forty-one now. Yeah. I don't know, but she's a forty-plus-year-old virgin. Which great movie, by the way. Um, but. I, she talks about it openly. I she think. does. She talks about the, like, but, but hers are for, like, more religious reasons. Yep. Where she's like, you know, she wants to wait until marriage because she feels like sex should happen under the covenant of God and under the covenant of marriage. Which I also think is a beautiful way to discern mm -hmm. whether you should be in partnership or not. Because she's just abstaining. She She's never had sex, so yeah. she's completely, like, just not engaging in that. So her mind is very clear. Um so yeah, those are our two. I just wanted to give her her, her proper examples. Give yeah, her flowers. Like give her airtime. Yeah, I'm like you can't just cut her out. Because <laughs> um, it's I think she's a different example, important important one, but a different example of what celibacy might look like. Yeah. Um, for the girls. So according to WebMD, celibacy is the practice of not having sex. Plain and simple. Um, but not everybody defines it or practices it the same way. Some people abstain from, like, all sexual contact. Some people include kissing. Like, it really is in terms of, like, how you practice celibacy is all on you. And I like that definition because people will argue you down that, like, celibacy means you can't have any kind of sex, any kind of interaction. You can't even have sex with yourself. The lies you yeah, can still. Celibacy is for you to decide. It's literally for you to define. Yeah, like what is permissible and what's not. So some people are masturbating mm -hmm. and not having partnered sex. Yeah. Some, some people, people. I think I was looking it up last night in pre preparation for today, and like they brought up penetration. Like for some people, it's like specifically not being penetrated by a penis or Facts. any penetration at all. So it's like I like it, that because you could get head and still be celibate. Celebrate. That's your business. That's, That's your why business. we started. It's like, it's what your time business. to say? That's your business. Seriously. Okay. Auntie Tab said it. Okay. So, I mean, in terms of the definition, it really is just not having sex. So, whatever you define sex as, whatever, you know, you choose to abstain from when you're celibate is totally up to you. So, don't let nobody judge you mm -hmm. if you decide to practice it in a different way. Exactly. Like, don't listen to people when it comes to that. So, there are some other reasons that people choose to be celibate. And some of those reasons are, like, preventing pregnancy or STDs. Um, there are two specific reasons I think that resonate with us more, but I'm going to read the others first. Focusing on school or career and uh, managing physical health there is also the reason of mental health concerns and waiting for a certain level of romantic commitment i think those last two were the ones that resonated most with us yeah and but you want to know something like interesting and i don't know if i've told you this before but like my first bout of celibacy was to focus on in college yeah, i was celibate yeah all four years of college i abstained from having sex so that i could focus on school because i realized that like Dick was distracting. What? What? Um, I was not mature enough to realize that during college. No, I knew real. I knew <laughs> I, real quick. Like, I mean, I, I went through a really hard heartbreak my right senior before. year of high school, and so I was like, okay, so obviously when I am enveloped in a relationship, it can be hard for me. I didn't have the dis the discernment then yeah. to be able to focus on but multiple to even things know at a time. You needed the discernment. 
I wasn't there at that time. I've been wise. Yeah. Came out yeah, the no, womb wise. Did. You know what I'm saying? What was your GPA when you graduated? Uh, 3.6, 3.7. Magna cum laude, okay? Um, But right now, what I feel like we resonate with the most, yes, is managing mental health concerns and waiting for a certain level of romantic commitment. I And I think they tie together. Like, I they think... They can. Yeah. They always do, though. Like, I feel like some people enter, especially nowadays in, in the oh. dating world, um, the girls are entering situationships real quick and real easy situationships that are driving them literally crazy because they are, they haven't worked on themselves, right? They haven't figured out like, how do I ask for what I need? How do I hold myself accountable? How do I hold this other person accountable? Um, and they're just engaging in the sexual activity. And if they would take the- You don't think that was happening when we were their age? No, I definitely think oh, that, okay. that that's exactly what was happening. I think it's something that, that comes with- wisdom um you're just saying at that phase and like what what's acceptable right now exactly i feel, I feel like and we saying at that age we ain't that women older. women are our age Touché. doing that i was about to say because in my mind i'm definitely like 62 <laughs> but i'm not she do got a really old soul that's yeah, not I'm that is the truth like, i've been through like, she got a know, really old soul no, but the girls are our age, yeah, like no, not looking at themselves. Yeah, I recently had a conversation with a friend where that came up, and I just saw the messiness, and I kept. I know she probably got annoyed with me, and if she watching this, I love her. She give me grace all the yeah. time. But I promise you, I asked like probably six different times, like how old is she? How old is she? Because <laughs> I was just so shocked. Of, yeah. Like what was actually happening, and assuming that these women would be at a certain level of maturity, and they just not. It, they're not. I mean, because, uh, you know, I think, like, we've had this conversation before, and this actually goes into, like, what the benefits are of practicing celibacy. Um, we don't be gauging what our guardrails are. Yes. Like, we don't gauge what our boundaries Check are. Out the emotional boundaries episode, y'all. We talk about guardrails. Right. You just, like, you meet a guy, you know, he entices you. He fine. You like the way he talk a little bit. So, then you hop in. You have sex with him forgetting, like, bitch, you get triggered if somebody don't call you every yeah. single day. Lack of self-awareness. Right. Yeah. So, now you getting triggered and you, like, oh, my gosh. He already acted funny. I just gave him a little bit of coochie and now he acted funny. And you, you ain't got it in you to be, like, oh, let me just tell him, like, hey, you know, I like it when you call me. I really like talking to you every day. Well, that also, I think, requires a certain level of, like, being comfortable with feminine energy, which is the journey that you're on. Oh, period. Period. The way you delivered that was real feminine. Oh, I don't my God. You know? able to deliver it that way. Because like. I used to deliver it. Like, <laughs> why you don't call me every day? I swear you don't fuck with me. You don't like me. So you don't like me. So and so. The benefits does it relate to what you said this connects to the benefits of oh um psychological yeah i think it, it connects to the psychological benefits like okay so let's go through what the psychological benefits yeah. of of celibacy are um choosing then i love this because this is the part that i connect with the most choosing yeah. the boundaries of celibacy can be empowering for people who want to make thoughtful choices about sex and that's in a relationship or out in yeah. or out of a relationship and this is exactly why 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 i think more people should be practicing celibacy the girls and the guys like because i think that we are we this 
and this could be every generation. I I do hate when people be like this generation, know, but this is the generation saying. I live in, so that's what the fuck. Right, I'm this saying. is what's relevant. Okay, that's what it's just that's what I'm gonna say. But like this generation, we have gotten to a point of being so sexualized and saying that sex is the only empowering thing. Your sexual freedom mm. is the only empowering thing. No, there's empowerment in being able to say no, not yet. Let's not take a you. break from this. Yeah, not with you. Let's take a break from this. Like, you could be having sex with somebody and be like, you know what, babe? I really need to focus on making sure I can execute on this for, like, the next two to three weeks. And I would just like to wait with you. Because mm -hmm. in the next three weeks, it's going to be lit. But for now, I'd like so to wait with you. You're yeah. putting intention into your sexual practice so that there's actual results and goals coming from it. Right, you're not I living life on autopilot. Room too for for other things in the relationship. Abs oh my gosh, seriously, like that's what like people Especially early relationships. Because I I thought of that because I'm reading the other benefits and I think the one that resonates with me is that celibacy celibacy allows you to build a more meaningful relationship foundation. I agree, I agree. That, that hit for me, and I feel like that's what I am um experiencing right now mm -hmm. like uh getting to learn somebody long distance is like you know i can't just rush to go get some some peen because <laughs> i think so, it's so funny that we call it peen peen <laughs> How many how many words Why are we reducing the, the You know, I, I can't run and go get some eggplant like <laughs> real quick. Like Got I you. really have to um it's be not a it's not a distraction. Like I'm getting to learn who the person is, getting to build meaningful communication with that person. And you're not getting distracted by just the sexual chemistry. Yeah. And I think a lot of times we're just getting distracted by sexual chemistry. Yeah, one thing, I mean, we, when we talked, we had this conversation before, one thing we talked about too was like the brain chemistry when you have sex mm. and the impact that that has that we just disregard. I think we're in an era of society where like we're connected with our bodies, but we don't really acknowledge how powerful our bodies are 100 you know percent. i mean so it's like oh we're doing all these things and like you know like oh my body's my temple and i eat this and i do that but like legit yo sometimes your body's in control with how your hormones like you can't control your neuro neurological synapses like or what's released when yeah right and so it's like your only choice is to either abstain because that is going to happen yeah that's your brain so chemistry. <laughs> telling them more about like what's going to happen essentially mm -hmm. when you have sex with somebody it'll it do not matter who it is don't don't let an orgasm be involved oh jesus level. okay <laughs> it don't matter who it is you will release dopamines yeah you will release serotonin. Did you say dopamines with, with an S? <laughs> oh, dang. Was that some black stuff? It was. It's not an S behind I it? I mispronounced the celibacy like 20 times. <laughs> <laughs> Do, the dopamines. dopamines. <laughs> you will release the dopamines. Yeah. You will release the serotonin. And dopamine and serotonin, when it's released, it draws you closer to that person. That is just you your natural it, body you chemistry. You can't fight it. That's the it. The way you can't fight, like, other automatic responses that happen for you. Like, you can't change that when it happens. Like, oh, I'm going to have sex. Like, I hate when people talk about it that way. Like, oh, I'm just fucking the fuck. It's like, no, your brain does what it does regardless of how you got to force yourself to think about it differently. Like, you're attached to that person. Facts. On some level. And you know, especially, like, Especially as women, because, you know, not to put us all in a box, but like you'll 
women will try to say things like men will say in the terms of like, um, oh, like once I once I hit it, like, oh, I could completely separate from this. Or once I hit it, you know, uh, their value goes down to me in any sense. It don't work like that for us. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't. Once you hit it, if you're a woman, once you have sex with a man, and th that dopamine and serotonin releases, especially if it's released through orgasm, yeah. your body, just like crack, is saying you say, need that. I was to say, research dopamine. It's a reward. It's, uh, there you go. It's literally like taking a hit of crack. Like, and so you can't control that in your body, but what you can control is what activities you're engaging in and who you're engaging with it in yeah. with. And when. And when. Yeah. And when you're engaging in it. Um, what else? Uh, I like this one a lot too. Celibacy can promote positive self-esteem and self-care. Yeah. Who you have sex with can affect your finances, your mental health, and your decision-making abilities. Mm -hmm. Taking time away from sex can have positive self-esteem implications of not measuring your self-worth according to who you attract sexually. I like that. That shit is so deep. Because I'm tired of hearing, y'all have sex with a man, he got good dick, that man is broke, he ain't got no car, you buying shit for that man, you letting him use your car, you giving him passes for every single mistake he makes because he give you an orgasm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, the benefit that resonated with me the most, which we I've openly talked about with you, um, is the mental health concerns. My yeah. choice for celibacy, and it's not just actually, you know, what you mentioned of, like, how men can come into your life and impact. Men or women, by the way. Yes, um, correct. It's just men for us. Um, but how somebody can come into your life and, like, be on some fuck shit and impact your mental health. For me, it's even beyond that of, like, I'm managing and navigating mental health concerns that, I like, I need energy outside of that. Mm. I got to now pull from, like, I don't have the capacity. Yeah. I don't have the capacity to be involved in, like, evaluating the risks and decisions around... I needed to manage mental health issues that have nothing to do with that. Facts. And you know what? You're just saying that. It, when it comes to managing risk, you're supposed to manage risk. Like, if, if you're a project manager, if oh, there's yeah, any of the project manager girls out here, off, yeah. Like, if there's any project management girlies out there or fellas, you mitigate risk ahead of the project. You literally calculate all of the risk before you enter the risk. And you reassess throughout. If you are just entering the situation having sex, you haven't, you haven't, mitigated any of the risk you haven't assessed any of the risk you don't have a risk assessment plan you literally just hopped into a situation yeah. then all of these things are coming up and you're blaming the other person yeah. for your mental or health concerns your self-esteem too and not because they didn't realize what their own boundaries were that's a risk too like facts. you are risking this situation god damn it <laughs> facts because you did not take the time to assess yeah. what your boundaries are and that's why we go back to celibacy is a guardrail yeah it's you taking your time to assess this situation, assess the the feelings you may have, the mental health implications, the financial implications, mm -hmm. like all assess of that. And if you're going to be serious about dating, and this is if you're serious about dating. Like, let's say. I have a question for you when you finish this, though. It just came up. It ain't even on Go ahead. Here. No, no, finish what you were saying. Okay, so let's say you're a girl who is not serious about dating or a fellow who's not serious about dating. And you got the strongest mental health in the world. You've been in therapy for 16,000 years. <laughs> um, your self-esteem is on 10,000. Ain't nobody ever affected you ever. Then you just a cold motherfucker. You different. You just different. But the reality of the fact is who we surround ourselves with 
absolutely has an effect on our self-esteem, absolutely has an effect on how we live our lives. Your sphere of influence is the most important thing. And who you let in you or who you decide to put yourself in has just as much of an effect on you as your friends, as your family, and as the people who you work with. And that's why I made the comment earlier. It's like we're real body conscious, but then we don't really understand our bodies. Literally. We don't really understand our energy. Like, yeah, people love to talk about it, but at a basic level, like we're not as a society taught to assess simple things like who you let in your aura. Like your aura extends nine feet. Mm-hmm. It can, if you have a strong aura, it can, you ever met somebody who walked in the room, you, you just you, feel you it across the room. You feel it. That's because they aura strong, you know? And so it's like, you also have to acknowledge like there are things you can't see about how you move into the world, moving through the world that affects you and people can affect for you. And so it's like, before they even have a conversation, they could be affected. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my question was, what? so when you were talking about uh, celibacy as a guardrail made me think and wonder mm-hmm. if as you were on this journey of celibacy, did what you were protecting change how you saw celibacy? Meaning like, because it's a guardrail. When you think about guardrails, you like driving. It's to protect your life in situations where your car might, you know, this environment might be risky for. Yeah. But it's because you would you value your life on the road you know yeah. <laughs> like so what is it that that you value that makes celibacy a good guardrail and did that change your perspective of celibacy um so i think what was what the thing that i value the most and the first thing that came to mind was breaking generational curses okay um i was born out of wedlock and although my parents married like i was born out of wedlock um I have family members who have had children out of wedlock. And although those kids are very happy now, I don't know what the implications of that will be as they get older. I just know what the implications of that were on me and my life. Okay. Right? And so when I think about the fact, and even though I'm, I, if I, if and when I do have sex, um, birth control, condoms, all of that is great. Right? But pregnancy can still happen. And I cannot imagine, like, it It terrifies me having a baby with a man that does not value family, that does not have the same desire to break generational curses, that does not want to elevate the black family unit and display back black love. You're very clear about that. 100%. And that's the that we do have noted, that celibacy allows you to, like, get rid of the psychological stress associated with things like pregnancy and like what that situation might look like if you were to engage with that person and yeah. that child. So yeah, I love that. I, I don't even want to, we ain't even got to test it, baby. We ain't even got to test it. I'm good. So that's when, like when I look at celibacy, like I literally be looking at it as this is just important. So A, I can see you for who you are mm-hmm. and I can see what you value. Yeah. B, I could see if I even like you because I don't know about y'all out there, but my coochie and my heart connected. I think everybody's is. It's connected. Whether they acknowledge it. Whether they acknowledge it or not. (laughs) Mine, they connected. It's a straight channel, okay? And so because I know myself. Into the other. (laughs) Come on, you're into one, you're into the other. And so because I know myself, Mm -hmm. it was like I value my heart, so I need to value my vagina. And then I value the future of the kids that I will bring into this world. So That's very powerful. That's what it was for me. You clearly have processed this at another level. Girl, I've been doing celibacy on and off since 2011. 
so what, 20 years? No, 10 years. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, I was trying to do the math too. I was like, hold up. Is, yeah, yeah I'm in 10, 12 years. Yep, mm. on and on. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about the spiritual emotional benefits. I mentioned one already, which was, you mentioned one. So we've already covered two. Oh, uh, which one did I mention? You mentioned choosing boundaries of celibacy can be, oh, wait, I'm in the wrong section. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> um, so I mentioned the one around meaningful foundation of relationship. Oh, yeah, amen. It's the other one's around healing and trauma, how it allows you to heal from traumatic experiences. Yes, and I agree with that. Um, I agree with that, too. Like I told y'all, I had a really bad heartbreak in high school. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes, what did they be said? Like the best way to get over somebody is to get under somebody else. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> It's not. That's not true. We busted myth. Like, that's a myth buster for real. It's literally not. I mean. Yeah, that never made sense to It's me, literally, man. you're just diverting healing that you're going to have to do anyways. So delaying it. Delaying it. Yeah, you're just mm-hmm. delaying healing you're going to have to do anyways. You're actually then putting the responsibility on somebody else to validate you, where you should be taking the time to validate mm-hmm. and heal yourself. And so when y'all be going through traumatic breakups and stuff like that, please take time to yourself. Like, or if you've ever experienced feeling violated by somebody else in a sexual way, mm. I, uh, there's two trauma responses. There's a trauma response of I'm not going to engage in sexual activity at all. And I don't want anybody to touch me, look at me, sexualize me in any way, shape or form. And then there's a trauma response of, you know what, this person took my power away from me. So I'm going to take my power back by having as much sex as possible. Mm. And either side of the Likert scale can be a lot. Yeah, those are two extremes. Right, it's two extremes. Like, you got to figure out what is best for you, but the most important thing is to take the time to figure out how do I feel and how can I help myself process through what I'm feeling. No, that's powerful. Um, And then the last spiritual and emotional benefit that we have listed is around religious beliefs, like a celibacy allowing people to be more connected to their faith and to God. I mean, regardless of, you know, what your particular faith or religion is. Yeah. People use it a lot of times and benefit from it in that way. And I'm not really, I'm not the most religious person. I, I do like believe in, I believe in Christianity, but it's like, for me, it's more from like a spiritual connection to God and, um, seeing Jesus Christ as a, um, as a role model for what it means to be on this earth and walk through this planet. But like in a spiritual sense, like, I do focus on my chakras. You know, we both focus on our chakras. I I can get into this one. Yeah. That, that's sacral chakra. Yeah. That sacral chakra is, is, is important. Like that sacral chakra ain't nothing to play with. That's your creative life force. force. I mean, that's why the example of you choosing to be celebrating college. So you can focus on work. Like you were creating a different environment for yourself to be able to thrive in that situation. You know, like you knew that your life force energy didn't need to be tied up and being poured into Mm -hmm. other situations in order for you to accomplish what you were trying to accomplish. Literally like think of yourself as a, as a pitcher of water, a completely full pitcher of water. And you have many cups in front of you. As soon as you mentioned pitcher of water, I actually imagine dirty water. Why you say that? Meaning like the, I guess my metaphor for celibacy and like my energy mm-hmm. is like, don't come dirty enough my water. Like my water mm. is pure. And if, if you, as a woman, I'm, I'm not sure what other, like a man's experience of this is, but yeah. as a woman, I see it very much as like, I have my energy in my aura and if I'm allowing a man in, he's bringing, 
I have to be cautious of what he's bringing into my water. Yeah. Like, don't come poison in my water. Because I intentionally, and that's why I said. Because it'll can, poison every aspect of your life. Exactly. That's why I was getting into, I was like, I can get into this one. Because my yeah. spiritual life is very, in, like, very much where I spend a lot of my time and energy. And mm-hmm. so my, that, that spiritual energy pours into every other area. So if you come in and you dirty and it's murky water, like you said, it gets poured into every, every relationship I have. Whatever I'm trying to accomplish in terms of my purpose and career, like my bo- my f- actual physical body, like it starts to affect all of that. And so celibacy for me was a way to create a guardrail for my spiritual life. Yeah. Because people were bringing their shit. I, I don't. I don't like sex is not worth me having to deal with your insecurities. It's not. Cause I was I just about to you. ask you, do you feel like you have to heal the people you have sex with? Or like, do you feel like you're put into positions where you feel like it's an obligation or. I used to, but not yeah, anymore. to heal people you have sex with. Not anymore. Yeah. That connection was pretty strong. So it was just like, but I don't think that. Mm, no, I'm just answering that. Currently. No. no. Have you felt like that before? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. I think that like. What's your what's your attachment style? I don't know. It fluctuates. I ain't gonna lie. So I've taken it and it says secure, mm-hmm. and I've taken it and it says, uh, it's one of the avoidance. Yeah. yeah. So I think if you're any attachment style besides a secure attachment style, when you are engaging in a sexual dynamic, like let's say you're anxious, then you feel like, oh my gosh, I have to heal this person. I got to figure out what I got to do to keep this person up so that they can pour their energy into me instead of you sitting there pouring the energy into yourself. Mm -hmm. And then if you're like dismissive of any kind or avoidant of any kind, you not only start neglecting that other person who you're engaging in sexual activity with, but you start neglecting your own healing process because you're trying to devoid yourself of emotions, period. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, it all goes back to if you're it's a person avoidant, a, anxious avoidant a style yeah i think it's um style. anxious avoidant is like um what do they call it like it's it's an ambivalent attachment that's, style you can go to one extreme or the that's other what I've gotten in the past. Yeah. yeah and like either way it's affecting every area of your life because your emotions are directly tied to the person who you're having sex with that's yeah. just it like and even if you're having sex with them casually when you that muddy water example resonated in a sense of like I don't know yeah, if you've I'm had this, this experience before, else. but like you ever dealt like it's that's why I asked you the healing thing. If you've ever dealt with somebody who does not take accountability for themselves mm-hmm. and they're like in a weird stage of their life where they're depressed, they're insecure or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like you absorb their energy sexually. Yeah, that's why I said as a woman. Yeah, like, I feel like you're literally absorbing it. Yeah. I mean, and for some women, it might not be, but I'm, I tend to be very spiritual, so I pick up on all those things. Like, yeah. somebody can come into my space and I feel different. Like Facts. I, yeah, I pick up on all that. Yeah, I'm so definitely the protect your energy type of person. Yeah. Okay. Um, and lastly, we'll talk about the drawbacks before we get into the discussion. So there are drawbacks to celibacy. We, you know, we've been sitting here telling y'all all the reasons to be celibate, but let's say you watch this episode and you were like, girl, I'm still going to get that dick. I don't know what you're talking about. Like... <laughs> This is, or, or if you're a man, I'm still going to get that that punani. <laughs> I'm still going to have sex. <laughs> I'm still going to have sex. Um, you, When you have celibacy or when you're being celibate, you miss the physical pleasure of sexual activity and it can feel lonely. So then when it's time to start or sustain a meaningful relationship, you may be like feeling like, I don't know if I can do this. This feels awkward. I feel anxious about engaging in this. Um, have you ever felt like that in your like? 
phases of celibacy? Yes, for sure. I'd say like in in my uh, this is like an ex from from seven years ago. I was celibate for a while before I engaged in um, sexual activity with him. And I remember I was so nervous to like have sex with him. I was so nervous. And then afterwards, I was like, okay, how do I feel about this? Like, did I make the right decision having sex? What if he start acting weird? What am I gonna do? And like, luckily for me, like he liked me, so he wasn't like weird afterwards. But like, it's like. What if he would have acted weird? I think I would have been, like, distraught. Like, then again, I was, like, 23, 24, whatever like that. But I, especially then, I was at a level of unhealed that I feel like I would have been distraught. So and that's why, for me, like, I know we're going to go through drawbacks because, you know, like, we both, we're air signs. We're going to be fair about this. Yeah. Right? We're going to give you all perspective. Facts. But that's why it's hard for me to even see some of the drawbacks as drawbacks because then it becomes like some of the things that you're explaining are separate from the celibacy in and of itself it's like it's because you hadn't healed other parts of yourself around your attachment style et cetera, et cetera. and so it's like having worked on those things now being in the same situation would it impact you the same way oh no nah. i'll be like, like yeah facts now i'll be like shit, that nigga's lost i mean like right but you get what i'm saying yeah like i mean i would be like of course, you you get hurt, you process or whatever like yeah. that. But I definitely wouldn't like I would not take it personally. Yeah. Then, hundred sure. percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I, I'm saying all that to say like some of these drawbacks we talk about also depend on where you are in your in your healing journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the next was a lack of sex might hurt your health, your physical health. Um, there are known benefits to to sexual activity such as increasing your cardiovascular health. Um, but um, like it increased. I why like your heart I, never mind sorry go ahead because because you know what I'm about not to ask benefit, you next not a benefit compared to actual cardiovascular exercise like I don't think it's not if you ride in it first of all <laughs> it's a lot of a lot of health benefits true. it's basically you being on the stairmaster that's, pos- <laughs> that's the only position. that and the stairmaster is the same thing I don't really do the stairmaster so. but no i i agree with you i think and i don't know how it says like the other ways to get that benefit is through masturbation but i never masturbated and been like oh my heart rate is up (laughs) like that's a masturbation session like your heart rate up like (laughs) what was you doing (laughs) you just flipping positions with yourself you like turn around (laughs) yes okay (laughs) I hear you, ma'am. I'm sure people <laughs> might be out there having those kind of masturbation sessions. They are. Me. If y'all are, send me the link. Uh, <laughs> the no, I'm link just kidding. No, 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 not to the older fans. I'm at a link to like teach us what to do I doubt to it. make it heart healthy. Okay. I want to be heart healthy. I want to see if a link come through. I'd be real curious. Send me the link for heart. Don't send me nothing explicit, please. <laughs> Just the tips. We can see what links come through. And then the last drawback, um, which is probably one. Not necessarily. Um, so you might not, if you are engaged in a celibacy practice and you are not prepared to engage in sex again and you do something maybe kind of spur of the moment and you just out here like feel you out and because you're sober, you're not really thinking about certain things, you might end up having sex and, you know, running the risk of STDs or pregnancy. So that's something to always consider when you are on your celibacy journey. Mm-hmm. Y'all need to be paying attention when y'all ovulating. Mm-hmm. Pay attention. Track your cycle. Yeah, okay. I don't be feeling it. My body. Be oh like, yeah, oh, no, baby, <laughs> no facts. Like, 
Bitch, why you playing? Literally, <laughs> like, if you don't go find a man right now, I'll be like, girl. Be point, I'm like, ma'am, it got to the point where, like, this was a whole caveat, but it mm. got to a, to a point where, like, the, the guy that I was seeing, I'd be like, it's ovulation week. Like, it was a whole warning. <laughs> like, don't holler at me if you're not hollering at Yo, me. <laughs> not you turned into a demon. I would just text him, like, it's ovulation week. I'm like, screaming. You, if you down, you down until Friday. It's Monday, you're down until Friday. <laughs> Locked like, in a cage. Don't sign up if you got stuff to do. Not okay. you was not letting that man leave the house. You know, I feel like because I'm on birth control, like, <laughs> it suppresses it. Yeah. Because when I wasn't on birth control, I was having full-blown ovulation cramps. No, ovulation is a whole thing, y'all. Hormonally, it be a whole thing. Especially once you hit a certain age. Because before it was like, hey, what's that and then all of a sudden it was just on it was just intense it was like, like what is literally this? yeah your hormones just go to a like to the level. late it was like late 20s yes ma'am that's when like i started getting ovulation cramps and i was like wait i'm cramping twice a month now like i feel it right now like you yeah. ovulating right now no i feel it coming like that's how much uh, my body yeah you like, ovulate around the full moon first of all i start my period a little bit before the full moon usually and okay. My are short, so I can feel my body now. Oh, transitioning. Okay. Transition. I get my cramps in transition. Okay. In the in the full moment, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Okay. So let's get into the discussion topic. <laughs> okay. Which one you want to start with? I want to. I want to talk about the second one because the second one that's my jam. A man who practices celibacy. A man who practices celibacy. Yo, let's talk about it. What do you think about a man who practices celibacy? You see how I'm cheesing right now because it's like y'all fellas out there who be practicing really of standard, ooh. certain stuff. Y'all in therapy. Ooh. Y'all practice celibacy. Come on. Y'all being vulnerable. Your like. dick got discernment. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. You different. <laughs> you different. Your water pure. You got that Brita filter water. You different. It's giving alkaline spring okay. water. Come on. Ugh. We love a man who practices no, celibacy. Yeah, we love a man who's like about his shit responsible and like intentional. Yeah, intentional. intentional. Like intentional I just, man. so many people are living life on autopilot. Yes. Like, yes, you're. And it's like once you reach a place of being intentional, you see the world so different. It's almost like you can't even see the people who won't. Like, you can't relate to the people on autopilot no can't. more. Seriously, can't. Can't. Literally can't. It's a whole Like, shit. I literally was just having this conversation with someone last night where I was like, you know, like that person, they really, they, they take the perspective of the collective. Like, oh. even though they're intentional themselves, mm-hmm. they're very objective. Okay. So they're always like, but that's not the reality for the collective. Okay. And I had to tell them like, you know what, you're right. You're so right. But I, and I hope this don't sound egotistical or like I'm on this spiritual mountaintop because I still have plenty of spaces in my journey to go through, but I just can't relate. Seriously. I can't relate with moving through life on autopilot. I can't relate with not being intentional about my choices. I've been there, done that, saw the results of it. When you were in it, it was uncomfortable. And who wouldn't live like that? So, like, and then also, not only is it uncomfortable, you your life is on autopilot, and now you're a victim. And you constantly seeing yourself as a victim. Everything is happening to you mm-hmm. instead of you taking the accountability you because you're being intentional about your life. Having you know, you, you can say that from a place of, like, your disposition being what it is. Like, yeah. sometimes I just feel like God made people a certain way. And, and they, they are the people that are on that. And you know, if you, live in, if you believe in multiple lives and all that stuff, but it's like, that's the journey that they're on. And yeah. they will never see it the way you see it. But I agree with you in that, like, the whole collective thing, because I don't think there's a collective 
experience that people are having, I think that there's an experience that people buy into. So you get what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, like it's not really collectively happening. Y'all just regurgitating it amongst each other and creating that reality. By yeah. Believing in it. If you would have just, if one person or a few par- people were to just believe something else and regurgitate that and replicate that, then it'd be a whole nother collective perspective. So and it's that's like, what this platform is for. <laughs> Come on. So yeah, it's just like, that's kind of how I see it. So I understand that perspective of like, I can't relate. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm not engaged in that thought process and that pattern of like how you see the world. Cause I literally just, dis- I, I woke I up decided. one day and made a decision. But everybody's not capable of that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, like everybody ain't built like that. And literally if, if you're watching this, I just want you to know, like you're ahead of so many, so many people in the collective. Cause you made a decision. Yeah. You woke up today. You made a decision, hey, I am going to listen to something that can fuel me in some way, mm-hmm. shape, or capacity, that can change my perspective, and so, yeah. that can give me a different point of view. And because you are engaging in this, you may, your and mind may not and change. that's why I think the power of celibacy is. Yeah. Of just making a different choice that's for you. Literally, that's it. That's You're, like, actively engaging in a choice. I love yeah. that. Um, uh, so, yes, we are here for the men who practice celibacy. I was about to say, so I have a lot of respect for a man who practices celibacy, I think. And... Um, I kind of got into a conversation with this guy I met recently where we were talking about like non-negotiables and turnoffs. Mm-hmm. And when I processed it, I realized disrespect is a huge non-negotiable. Like I, that's something I just can't get over. Amen. So it made me realize though, that like somebody I respect and like really respect truly, like you're being fully authentic and everything like that's very attractive to me. And so celib- the choice of celibacy falls into that category. Oh, cause it's a sign of your own self-respect. I agree with that. It's like, oh. A man who respects himself is super attractive. And he's able to respect me. Yeah. Which, therefore, is like, okay, that that's not something I got to deal with for real with you because you, the way that you process And it. a man who's intentional with himself would be intentional with you. A man who's discerning with himself would be discerning with you. Because the works? relationship you have with yourself will directly reflect in the relationships you have with other people. Come on. So Mountaintop. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> So, yes, that is my view of a man who practices celibacy. Like, it's like, I know how I show up. I know, you know, like, I know what I bring to the situation and and how powerful the dynamic of sex is. And so being able to even just respect the practice of sex and what it is, like, I respect you. And I I like the fact that you said the how powerful the dynamic of sex is. Mm -hmm. Like, if you are, when you are engaging... In, in it truly is powerful. I just you you can manifest through sex. Yeah. Like you can literally. I mean, sex I, in itself is yeah, an yeah. act of creation. True. It shows, like you said, if you relate to the sacral chakra, it it's a it's an act of creation within itself. But then beyond that, like when you are having sex with somebody who's in tune with themselves, the way you get you draw closer to yourself. It different. Like when you are having sex with somebody who. Like, their energy level, the way they view life is at a different level. Shit, you more motivated you ever been in your life. You yeah. done having sex with that person, have aftercare. You just you thinking, like, wow, tomorrow morning, <laughs> I'm going to conquer the world. <laughs> like, you walking into work, got a little pep in your step. Life is good. It's like that person pouring into you. Cause right. Because their water, pure. Like Cause their they, water is I'm pure. Totally mm. different. Relatable. <laughs> um, I had a random question that's not on our again on our discussion. Are you mm. open to it? Or of course. No, girl. Fuck this outline. <laughs> 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 I 
Um, because the other ones I feel like we kind of got into, which was like, have you? And these are questions for y'all too that you can reflect on. Um, have you ever practiced celibacy? Was it worth it? I feel like we both addressed that one. And then the other question we wanted to talk through was, what would it take for you to prioritize your need for celibacy? Mm-hmm. And I feel like we could we tackle that. We tackle that. Yeah. So <laughs> tackle that yourselves too. <laughs> Sit with it. <laughs> so y'all now okay um so then my question for you on celibacy as we were just like talking and processing is like can you see yourself choosing celibacy within a relationship and what that might look like um yes i absolutely can so coming from a very single perspective yeah so i'm kind of like what would it look like if you were with somebody and you cho- like could you choose it still i could i think it's very sexy okay i think it's very like right now i guess Right now, I've technically been um, celibate for two weeks. Um, Respect. Day one is day one. You know what I'm it saying? Don't matter. It's a choice. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to have to be celibate for another two weeks. Um, and, you know, at first, I was like, you know, you when you get in the man's skin, you be like, I want to be in your skin. You do. I do. I'll be like, I want to be in your skin. Look, speaking for the okay. Collective. The girls who get it, get it. And the girls who don't, bitch, stop playing. You know you get it. <laughs> You know you get it. Um, and, like, so at first I was like, oh, I just I just really want to be back in his skin. But then, like, now I'm at a place of, like, I'm really enjoying the fact that absence is making me even more fonder of you. Like, now I'm, I'm like, I'm looking forward to the point yeah. when we do get to have sex again because I'm like – like just I'm I'm getting to see different sides of you. I'm getting to be mentally stimulated by you. I'm getting to see that there is so much more depth to yeah. you than just having sexual activity with you or cuddling with you or physical cuz physical touch is one of my love languages. Ah, okay. But like overall That's I'm a safety your skin. Yeah, it does. It's like not in my makeup. It does. I be I, this this be me. I mean, touch me. We don't be <laughs> I'd be like, now touch me. Why you don't I do that all the time? Why and you don't like, want to touch me? Stop. Get used to it. It'll warm up. <laughs> oh, that was a full circle moment right there. But no, that'd be me. Like, let's hold hands, let's hug, let's yeah. do all that stuff. So, like, but when you take the physicalness away from the situation, you get to really build a connection with somebody that will have you looking at them like Oh my, I can't wait to touch you again. Like, this is like, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, it does. It builds a certain level of excitement. So I could definitely be celibate in a relationship. I, uh, I think it's cute when couples, like, before they get married, they'd be like, oh, now that we're engaged, let's just wait for the first night again. I'll be thinking it's so cute because that wedding night about to be lit. <laughs> Especially if y'all had sex before and then waited. Yes, it's about to be lit. But I probably couldn't do it for, like, more than three months. I'd be like, I mean, bro, relax. To me, we married. Like, what? Facts. I shouldn't be waiting more than that. Yeah, like, three months is crazy. Beyond three months. If, if Well, that's also me coming from the perspective of, like, how I want to get married. So that's not fair for everybody. But that's how I'm with you. How you want to get married? Like, I'm going to elope. Oh, I feel that. I'm not planning shit. I'm announcing it. Y'all can watch me on on the streaming platform. Not you can watch me on Zoom. Me and my bag going to be, you know, we going to be on the island somewhere. Like, it's going to be our moment, not everybody else's. Like, I've never been a very, like, oh, a wedding and a dress. Mm -hmm. It's like, not me and whoever it is. going All that energy going to go toward us and him. All that time, all that money. So, it's like. It's just going to be an extended honeymoon in my mind. I love that. Yeah. But I, I relate to you on the whole, like, getting to know somebody better because this is probably the first time I'm practicing celibacy and choosing to go into a dynamic or engage with someone and still choose celibacy in yeah. the beginning. 
And it does change your perspective completely because now I'm like, we about to learn everything we need to learn about each other. You're going to know so much about me sexually before even really touching me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. it's a whole nother level of vulnerability. But my intention behind my celibacy this time was to be more discerning about some what I needed, which was somebody who could be emotionally available yeah, and offer that level of intimacy that I need before engaging in sex. And so it, it's a little thrilling yeah. this time to like, because usually what I would do in the past, I'd be celibate, and I'd meet somebody and decide, and then it's, it's, it's fine. We can yeah. do it. But this time, I'm like, how long you going to date me? Mm. If you don't got more than so much, you know, capacity to wait, then go, go on about your way. Facts. You know? And as a woman, that's really, it's really empowering. Mm-hmm. It's really empowering when you, like, when you are so connected with your feminine energy that you can exude sensuality with without engaging in sex. sex. Like, literally, where you can, like, connect with somebody, and there's so much tension in that space. Girl, it's like extended foreplay. Now it's a, it is. It it's really like. long foreplay. Like imagine a month of foreplay. Yo. That's a fact. That's, what, that's literally what Okay, you, you know what? Do. You know what? what? Now I have another question for you. <laughs> okay, what's up? We got some time. Okay. Um, I'm glad she 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 played it. She like oh uh, yeah. Our producer was like, we said we only need 45 minutes. minutes. She was like, okay, I'm gonna put an hour on the clock. Let me know. <laughs> so like, how long do you? Okay, if we're talking what? about, let's say we talk about Harlem. That's what we're gonna nickname him, Harlem. Talk about that man. Okay, let's say we're talking about Harlem. Okay. He's how Harlem long? He's how long do you want to date him for before engaging in sex? What is your max you would like to wait? don't have a max he we had this conversation funny enough uh-huh. and, and that's important because harlem is like fresh fresh yeah and so having had this conversation um i think he explicitly asked about time like we had a, a really good we played a card game by the way i wanted to tell you that you did. i can't wait till dinner tomorrow girl you about to get me oh it. i can't wait but, um it came up in like all like asking each other questions talking and not engaging sexually at all mm-hmm. um and this concept around time and relationships, like, are you the kind of person who you have a time frame in mind where, like, okay, I need to commit to you by then, um, came up about sex, too. And I was very honest with him in that, like, with where I am in with myself and in relationship, time ain't a factor for real. For me, it's I'm very clear about what I need to feel and experience from you to, to, to take the risk of sex. Mm. So because I know emotional, like I'm, I'm doing the work around emotional availability and my attraction to certain types of people and like how I need to move different. So it don't matter what you try. Yeah. I know what I need to feel a certain way with you. That's and that so manifesting long, emotionally aspect. Yeah. So it's like however long, like if you show up in a week and you make me feel that I'm open. Yeah. But it's that's the guardrail for me. It's not the the time or sex in and of itself is like the b- celibacy is offering me the buffer to allow somebody to show up and facilitate what I need to feel. So if you on your shit and you, you doing your work, it shouldn't take you that long to facilitate. Yeah. I'm cool with that. But if you got some work to do, that's cool too, you know, but until you can facilitate that for me, I can't engage with you sexually because I want to move down a certain path with somebody. I'm not at a place where like, I'm just in a certain place, you know, and that's no judgment to other people and where they are. It's just where I'm at. So if it's a month, it's a month. If it's six, it's six, <laughs> you know, like if it's a year, it's a year. I really am not. And if somebody else comes along and can facilitate that, mm-hmm. then, 
that's the person I'm rocking with. Like, I ain't even trying to be funny. It's That's the priority. May the best man win. Yeah, that's the priority for me, though. Yeah. So we had that conversation very openly, and I think he's been in situations where he was able to, like, not have sex with the person. I, so he's been married nine months before they even did anything. So I respected that immediately. Oh, I respect that. I was like, okay, cool. You got, you have the capacity. Yeah. You have the capacity. You're and a man with a certain level of discernment. Exactly. And, and patience. Was, exactly. And it was his ability to be able to, you know, say that he respected that. And she, you know, he's moving however she moves. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. It ain't a time. Come on. Thing. One point for the New York niggas. No, Come on. Harlem is racking up the points, though. I'm, I've been shocked. Oh, my God. I can't wait to hear about him. <laughs> Don't hype I'm excited now nah, because the New York niggas been winning lately. That's what you said. That's what I heard. I ain't playing. I heard that. I heard that. I heard they was winning lately. So far, <laughs> the the my girly girls, you, um, Asia, they we y'all dealing with New York niggas. Ain't you too? Yeah, bitch. But I want to talk about me. Okay. <laughs> trying to keep it ambiguous. It's gonna put my all my shit out there. Ma'am. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, my Brooklyn nigga cool. I mean, he, I'm sorry, King. King. <laughs> Not nigga. <laughs> you done said nigga so many times now. You try I to... do. I do. It be flying off the tongue. I really got to chill. We can bleep it. Nah, we not gonna. No, we not gonna bleep it. <laughs> okay, so um, the closing question that we have for y'all to sit and resonate with is... When was the turning or choice point for you to choose celibacy? If you haven't had a turning point or a choice point for you to choose celibacy, what would it take for you to choose celibacy? Something for you to sit on, ponder on. I think that goes back to, like, what's the intent, really? That's I think that was that question is trying to get to. Like, what's your real intention behind making that choice? Yeah. And have a goal with it. Like, literally, when you choose celibacy, you're choosing it to align with a specific goal. That's all we're saying. We're very goal-oriented women, and so we chose celibacy to align for specific goals. Um, So we're going to close out the episode with our recommendation and affirmation. Um, Do you want to hit the recommendation? I got you. The burp. I don't know what's going on. Actually, I know what it is. It's your drink. Yeah, kombucha. Nah, it it ain't full kombucha. It's a probiotic joint though. Oh yeah, it's gonna do that. Gotta get the gut health a lot. Come on, gut health. Connected the brain health. Everything. All right. So recommendation. So in every episode, for y'all that's been with us, um, you know that we offer recommendations to help you reflect and explore what might bring you out of you know, if, even if you reflect on the closing question, we think it would be important to explore your sexual experiences and potential limitations. So, like, take some time, sit with that. If you got a journal about it, journal about it, but just be very clear of, like, what limitations might support you or better serve you, um, what sexual experiences might support you or better serve you, and vice versa. Um, and then explore, like, non-sexual expressions of physical affection. I feel like you really hit on that. Like, if there are certain things that you enjoy, explore, like, what's included in your limits of celibacy and what's not, like, when it comes to physical affection. Yeah, facts. Uh, anything you want to add to that? Um, I just want to reiterate, like, don't let other people define what celibacy is for you. Yeah. Like, That's basically what we're trying yeah, to Yeah, don't let other people define it. Um, you, like, literally exactly what she said. Think about your limitations, what you need, what you can live without, what you don't need to engage in, the time limit you want to do it for, the like 
you you set up your own boundaries, you set up your own goals, align with that and keep focused on that goal. Mm-hmm. You're going to be tempted along the way. Yeah. That's just normal, right? I had a, I had a conversation with my friend about that too. What? Like the temptation. Like I think sometimes when we talk about celibacy one, we don't acknowledge that sometimes boundaries do serve you. Like boundaries are not always about keeping other people out or, you know, having them change their behavior. Sometimes we have to have self boundaries. And yeah. I feel like celibacy is a perfect example of that. But then also like I think we go into it sometimes with this mentality of like, because I'm choosing to be celibate, I'm not gonna be tempted or I'm not gonna be like mentally go back to the place that I'm trying to heal or whatever your intention behind it is. And it's like that's a part of the process. That's absolutely part of the process. That's absolutely a part of the process. The temptation's gonna mind. come. Mm-hmm. Always keep the goal in mind. Exactly. And if you regress, it's okay. Yeah, like it Just happens. get back on track that on the goal. That was my advice. I was like, yeah. maybe you need to have sex to figure out what it is you still hold on to around the, you know, the situation with this person yeah. or whatever. You know, it's like sometimes you need that. Yeah. You know, to like push your boundaries a little bit just to see like, ah, this is how it made me feel. I need to adjust. Literally, that's it. Happens. It. it happens. It um, happens. Okay, so we're going to leave with our... Um, with a card, an affirmation card from the How to Love Yourself deck by who's the person? Louise Hayes. Louise Hayes. She always know that person name. I need to start adding her name to the outline because we need to start bringing the deck. I meant to. We should. We both have this deck and we never bring it. And it's such a great deck. So if you if you can find it on Amazon, it's the How to Love Yourself deck by Louise Hayes. And this affirmation is: Every habit and pattern I create serves me in some way. When I am ready to let it go. The universe helps me to release it. I have the power to make change. Okay, so every habit and pattern I create serves me in some way. When I am ready to let it go, the universe helps me to release it. I have the power to make change. Okay, that was good. Love that one. All right, so, you know, wishing y'all joy and love on y'all journey of celibacy if you own it, if you're considering it. You know, we want to hear about it. Like, absolutely. I definitely want to hear about it. I want to hear, like, what's y'all's intentions? What are y'all running into? What makes celibacy relevant? What was your, what came up with the reflection question that we shared? Absolutely. I'm excited for this conversation. I am. I'm really excited for it because I know, because I know we're going to face a little bit of resistance. Yeah, but I mean, again, it's a Jomo episode, y'all. Like, this is the the joy joy of of what we miss out on. Yes, we are. Okay. See how we thriving? Yeah. If you, if you a hater. Please add your comment down so that we can, can argue. Block you. Oh, I was oh, you was gonna block them? <laughs> nah, I wanted it. I want the smoke. If you're a hater, I want the smoke. Let's yeah, do I it. I want the smoke. You better hope that we get to it before me. <laughs> She's just gonna block you. I got time. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, well, ready to close it out? Yeah, let's close it out. Well, we will see you on the next episode of the uh, Enjoy Podcast. Yes. Bye. Hope you enjoyed. <laughs> you was right, girl. Hour. I-